Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. So there was the improv and then there was Catch a Rising Star. Uh, and the comic strip. I remember seeing you at Catch a Rising Star too. Belcher yeah. was the MC. Adrian yes. Tulsh was the MC on Monday nights for uh, open. And the shows, people don't realize. You know, I was telling someone last night I was out doing a set. The show started at eight and went till three in the morning. And the audience. Yeah. Wide was, awake. Gee, I what? can't imagine back in 78, why was the crowd wide awake at 3 yeah, a.m. in the know, morning right? for some funny reason? And then it would shift. You know, like people would leave and other people would come in and it was pretty much always packed, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was the was the pre-boom was, they call the comedy boom when it went to TV. There yeah. was another boom before that. The live boom was just ahead of that. And no right. one really just says this was one separate boom of insane rock club. It was everyone that went to a rock club going over to another thing right. that kept them out of their homes. You know, that's when I started and to watch you and to watch 
you know, Larry David, do a joke and then throw the mic on the ground. <laughs> I would always uh, wait to see when I was going, you're on after Larry, and you had to sit really right, close yeah, to yeah, the edge of the bar right, by yeah. the wooden thing there because you hear yeah. the bloom, 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 right, bloom, right. Uh, uh, drink, drink, drink the rest of the beer. Get it. <laughs> 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 okay, I got to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember. I'm I on, I've, I'm on. I've said this once. I met before, but I, these are the two uh, things I remember. And I'm like a 19, 20 year old kid. And I'm like watching like that boom was like graduate school for me, you know, because I, <laughs> I would go on after everyone left. But I watched right. everyone like right. Ronnie Shakes. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was amazing. Um, But I remember that Larry used to get on stage. These are the two things. One time he got on stage and he said, um, <laughs> If if I at any point during my set uh, go into Spanish, speaking Spanish, may I use the familiar two form with you? And we were <laughs> fucking cracking up. And then I, I remember once he went on stage, grabbed the mic, looked at the audience and went, nah, and left. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Bob Shaw used to host? Oh, I love Bob Shaw! Yes. Remember that? Yes. He did the wildest introductions everywhere. He yeah. would he would put these odd twists in your intro. Yeah. Oh, th those were the fucking days. And I mean, I being the person who went on last most of the time, Getting to watch everyone work was and I knew I was funny because there'd be, you know, five people in the audience and the band would tell me I was funny and they had seen everything. <laughs> yeah. If the band said you were funny, then you were funny. You know, they had to because they had to sit through every motherfucking second yeah. of it. <laughs> Eddie Rabin. And, and they would have musicians go in. Guitar, yeah. Yes. Eddie. That's right. You know, remember? And um. Pat Benatar was managed by Rick Newman and, um, oh God, it was. Love you, Ricky. Yeah. Uh, he's a they, great uh, guy. He's a great cat. A very mentioned cat. How did you, now you, you were very close with Robin Williams and did a lot of stuff on stage with him doing riffs and stuff. How did that start? That started with my, uh, having been introduced to him by Elaine. Oh. And then we talked about our mutual heroes through life, one of whom being Jonathan Winters. Jonathan Winters, yep. A mutual hero. And uh, uh, Peter Sellers. Ding, ding. Oh, ding, yeah, ding. Peter. Yeah, sorry. Uh, who, uh, and Charlie Chaplin, uh, who were uh, heroes of the physical and then Peter Sellers would be improvisational yes. in his acting parts. Yes. And, uh, of course, Jonathan, improvisational in everything. And right. so I, through all of this and then through Dan Pasternak, I got to be friends with Jonathan. Right. And, um, you know, I know you say. All my heroes. It's interesting to have met almost all your heroes. I'm, I, I'm friends with John Cleese's daughter. I've met John and Camilla Cleese is a, a, a fine comedian and actor. Right. You know, you say that you got your timing and words, your words from your mother, but you know, jazz and improv are so similar. And that's your father, that that your ability to improv oh, yeah. like that. Now, there's two different categories. Yeah. One is mom actually being the influence through the way she did things. 
Right. And dad, the influence for how he laid them upon me with putting that needle down on that record. Right. Listen to this, man. And so he's being cool over here. Yeah. But he's laying me up on the shot to do all that other stuff right. by putting that on me there. Yeah. And, you know, it's an influence. It's an influence that he kind of knew he couldn't fully take advantage of. Right. You got the best of both worlds there. I lucked um, out some with them. You know, I'm sorry that their worlds took them where else that did because right. of the pains. And they, they they were not the sorts that do harm to others, but perhaps to themselves. Right. Yeah. Your father there was died. no real remedy for PTSD and right. being in France in World War Two and all yeah. of that. Yeah. Your father uh, served in World War Two. He died at 52. I mean, you were what, hey, 18 pal, years what's old? What's the matter? You haven't. What's the matter, Mac? You having trouble sleeping? Oh, yeah. You got a little of the shell shock. Tell you what. Go get yourself a martini. Yeah. Eat a dame. Eat a steak. Walk it off. Right. And every night have another martini. And every right. night after that, have another martini. It'll help you get to sleep, bub. Maybe smoke a cigarette. Relax. Right. And that's, he died of cirrhosis of the liver. You were 18. I mean, that must have been, I mean, those are life-changing experiences. You're a different person before that happens than you are yeah. after. Uh, dad was still around. He'd be 101. Yeah. Coming up on 102 years old, you know. And it's funny because the other Richard Overton was 101. Something like uh, 104, 105. Wow. So if he hadn't drank. Maybe. You, know, yeah. you don't know what else. <laughs> you yeah, you don't. I mean, corner. my father. These days in particular. But uh, I'd say he lived a long life really fast. Yeah. He got a lot packed into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my father would be 105. Well, I'm sure the two of them would hit it off. I bet my father, oh, he loved music. I mean, he played the violin, oh, but they, whatever. They'd have been, they'd have been yeah. pals. Um, and he served in World War II, too. Um, okay. They might very well have been friends. Mm -hmm. My so, dad was known as this big guy who would fight against the racism, uh, racism and the anti-Semitism in the ranks. And Calvin Albert, the sculptor and artist, was... Uh, being uh, bullied by these other guys in the rank and dad knocked a couple of them out. Good for him. I mean, I, and your grandmother, I mean, that's fucking, you're from like royalty. I just put that in. I, I bet, there's, <laughs> I don't know I bet there's some Jew in there anyway. So gee, I, yeah, we, we were all working class people. Yeah. To one degree or the mom came out of a little more money at first, but by the time she was hooked up with dad, that's yeah. not the sort of person the family usually associates yeah, yeah. with. And right. certainly not his friends. Right. So I did come out of a waspy thing that way, too. And out of a weapons industry, kind of, you know, very connected. But we are the boat people, the yacht. Right. Well, when I say boat, you mean yacht, of course. You mean we yeah. own the boat. Yes, yes, yes. Such that's a, how you get yeah. names like Dithy and all that. But then she wasn't going for that. She started yeah. pushing back. Mom's mom was pushing back against it. And mom took the cue and pushed back more. I love that. So we didn't, we didn't inherit all of that money, but uh, I think what they inherited instead is a, a sense of self. Right. That might be worth more. Right. And look what, look at the offspring. I mean, look Boing. at the <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, a lot of people know you, you've been in so many movies. You're, you have an incredible acting career. I mean, you are the consummate, comedian who was an actor, but you also wrote and you wrote for the Dennis Miller show. You won an Emmy. And what the fuck happened there? That's what I'm dying. What happened to him? 
He said after 9-11, that shook yeah. him very deeply. And uh, that he, uh, it, it, it strengthened a, a sense of where he thought the inadequacies in the country were. And it made him go right to where he saw, he thought the compensation was for that. Right. And so he, that he is, and he stated so publicly, he is dramatically shifted, shaken and traumatized by 9-11. Right. And, and that still. his philosophies went back and he was, he always had a little bit of it, even in his swipes at the, the larger structures of things. He always right. had a sort of right wing bent at times. And some would say that's a sense of fairness and balance to a larger market. And, you know, I guess you could defend it on that level. But my material was more kind of pushing left. And so was right. Feldman and Leah yeah. and those other guys. And there are other ones that would give you, you know, just give you right down the middle. Great, strong, unbelievably solid stuff for that. Right. But my brain wrote sort of, I, I, you know, write what you know. It also is write what you believe. Right. My brain writes what I believe. And uh, so the material started to become less and less of a, what was being taken, you know. Right. And, and by the time it was over and we had uh, lost the Emmy to the, uh, which we didn't think was really like, how do you put us up against a comedy special? Right. That's not. Why? What is with these categories that you it's do that? You know, it's they're mixing yeah. too many things in there to choose from. It's not so. Yeah, and then things started really. Then, then we're going to go further right. And there was less of a place for me. Uh, you know, but we're still friends. I still right. care. I care about them, and you know, I don't. I don't know what else to say. I, I'm it's sorry just so that, weird because uh, yeah, you know, it's not like when I was a kid where. No one like you were on the opposite side. No one cared. It wasn't that much different. I mean, it was different. It was very different, but it wasn't like, okay, you're out. I mean, the GOP is out of their like anyone who supports that motherfucker. There's some. I mean, there's something wrong with. I mean, he's a liar. He's a cheat. He, you know, I don't know. It's it's just mind boggling. I would say I would say that's half the problem right there. Right. Hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did? is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, 
the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. Robin Williams, you, you worked with him. You were friends with him. That must have been a really fucking awful shock to you. It was, uh, yes. I, I Now I had known that there were things wrong. Bobcat had been saying so. Right. He's having some trouble. And that's right. he's, he was also being very diplomatic about how he was putting it. He was saying, it's just, I, there's some issues. There's some trouble going on. And I hope everything's going to be okay. And uh, I didn't know. And maybe I didn't want to know the full right. exponent of that statement because you know where that's headed. Right. And I didn't want to go there yet. I didn't yeah. want to add uh, energy to that. And so uh, that's where it went. He was leaving us. And, right. And... Uh, uh, Louis, we didn't know enough about Louis's body dementia at the time, but the studies have subsequent to his passing gone into greater detail, and maybe right. there'll be some benefit to this horrific right. death by other people being able. And we don't know what to do to catch it and stop it quite yet, but uh, maybe you have to start by asking the right question to get the right answer. Right, your career is so. Uh diverse and you have worked with some of the you know legends i would also consider you a legend uh was there any series of things that you thought like you pinched yourself like oh my god or you thought this is it did you have any sort of experiences like that i thought willow was one of those yeah we weren't sure where the movie itself would go, but it sure looked like fun. Right. You know, it, uh, and I'd learned just enough to know you don't put all your hope eggs in any single basket, right. but that you do your best and it's right about time to look for the next gig as soon as you've wrapped. That's uh, good a as very your- important. I learned that very quickly, you know, like you can't live like I did this, three, you know, two years ago or what, you know. Where's my net? You can't, you cannot sit on your lawn. You gotta fucking recreate and reinvent and recreate and reinvent. It's so. It never stops. Yeah. It should never stop. It should be like uh, Dick Van Dyke or Mel Brooks. Uh, (laughs) That. uh, I love when you go. (laughs) That you would have the, uh, the drive to completely abandon society's rules for what should be happening to you right now. No, I'm sorry. My, my, uh, my desires override your rules. Right. Right. Was there anything anyone ever said to you that you were like, that, that, that changed you or, or any sort of, or changed your attitude or taught you like 
I mean, look at Jonathan Winters. I mean, if you don't know Jonathan Winters, if anyone's listening, you have to go watch Jonathan Winters. Oh, yes. Now. Look at the stick. The stick. That's the on stick. the I think it's on the Park Show. And right. uh, or or no, it's a, but it is the Tonight Show. Right. And he's on uh, le- late night and they just offer him a stick. Just go, Jonathan. Right. And that was a kind of an act of faith back in the early days of TV. Oh, yeah. But they knew it. Not when it's not an act of faith when it's Jonathan. Right. You don't have to screen it. It's going to get laughs. It's going to be good. And uh, 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 oh, by the way, I got on my my podcast overview. I got Jonathan's last interview. No fucking way. I got to listen. I I didn't know that was the case. Right. I just thought this is interview one and we're going to have some more fun and I'll get back soon. And but he was battling with his illnesses and his diabetes and uh and it was the last one but it's a long interview and he also has absolute 100 percent clarity right he is 100 percent clear in this in this interview and wise and laying some heavy stuff down as well as the funny right but it goes everywhere he talks about his childhood and the abuses he was put through and the lovelessness that made him create these characters it's just spectacular Oh, so, I gotta listen to that. That's I want you name. to listen to it. I think I'm you'll gonna hike it. to that podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Overview. Yeah, Jonathan was a huge influence on me, even in his acting. He proved you can do both, and he right. showed up in a lot of great stuff. You know, what was your favorite? Well, I, I guess you have a lot of favorites, but did you ever think like, oh, I'm a comedian? I, I mean, I, I do a lot of different things too. Did you ever think, because uh, I have always thought, oh, if I had done this, then I could have gone in this path. And if I had mm-hmm. stayed doing that, I could have done, you know, mm-hmm. um, I mm-hmm. often think. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I probably opened my big mouth and I've pushed my politics in certain places where I know. I look, if you ever see my 1991 HBO special, you see, I'm talking about it's a much bigger issue than the, the right wing and the left wing. We are. Right force fed like baby birds and that it's uh the corruption is much bigger and deeper than all of that right and that special at the time people were all telling me it was really funny and late night doors slammed in my face after right that. and without late night at that time you don't Forget have it. a road career yes anymore. and so that you can see it in on h on youtube broken up into five segments and it is uh, my special. You can see all the buttons I pushed with that special. Right. And I think I changed the course of my career with that special. I wouldn't have done it any other way, but I just, I was surprised to see how many things started to, oh, thought, I thought I, I was a know, loose I, cannon or something, you know? Right. Oh, please. That's my whole, oh, she's loud. She's, uh, and then when I came out, it was like, Okay, no, you can't. I'm like, don't tell, tell me what I can and cannot talk about, you know? And what now, year was that? When were they saying this to you, by the way? Judy? 96. Don't come 96, out. 96. And 96, they didn't know any better by 96. Yeah. They didn't know better in the 1990s. Right. Mid-90s. It was like, no, don't talk about that. Don't talk. And I'm like, I, no, I'm going to talk about my life. And it's so funny yeah. because then you look at what you did in 91 and then you look now 
how you would be a fucking hero, right? I think they would pay more attention. Right. They were paying attention, by the way, in Chicago when I did it, they were right. they were all listening and applauding right. and maybe someone didn't like how much that they were. Right. But uh, and they've certainly shown their hand because they play poker with the hand facing outward now. Right. So exactly. Fucking obvious. I think things are coming to a head. It might not all go through the same channels anymore. My new comedy special is on comedy dynamics. Yeah. Your new comedy special, by the way, is incredible. So. You know, there's this show Thanks. called Set List that I was never asked to do. Oh, um, Judy, we have to fix that. Uh-huh. Fix you on oh, Set List. So uh, your new special is Set List, which if anyone has not seen this, it's and, I, you know, I was watching and I'm like the genius in the way you do the set list. What, what happens is there's a screen and something will come up like Raisin Bran or something. And yeah, but it's not even Raisin Bran. Right, it's, it's Raisin right. Brain or something right, like that. Right. They, they mix, they switch a letter. Now you got to explain right. the more complicated one. You're such a genius at it because instead of looking and then reacting, you set up, you do sort of like, a, you're like, you know, if, if you were a conductor, it would be like you do a downbeat and then turn. You know what I, I try mean? to get myself into more trouble because yeah. I now I have to get out of that. Right. I try to dig a deeper ditch because it's pretty I think it's pretty funny watching me flop around in the mud trying it's, to get out of a ditch. <laughs> right. But that yeah. uh. <laughs> But that is jazz. That is jazz yeah. too. Like that's verbal, so like, verbal, I'm theatrical intru- jazz. Yeah, I'm gonna introduce a theme here. And I watched that and I was like, fuck. I can't believe I've never fucking I would love to do something like you that. You have to fix that. And uh, we're gonna work, I'm gonna insist. On God a way to do it. this back in New York. I'm going to talk to the guys and see if someone can't be a New York host for that. Yeah. And I, you can't do it because then you can't do it if you're the host. Oh, well, I could come to L.A., Rick. You know, I do. Uh, there's these things called airplanes. Yes. Come on out. Come on um, out and do it. Yeah, I love it. And I come love Green it. Room. Green well, Wasn't room. that innovative? I never look, fucking did how- it. Goddamn Paul Provenza, but that was great too, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, it was very yeah. innovative coming in mid conversation like that. But it influenced lots of things subsequently. Right. Didn't it? It, it, I mean, plus tough crowd. I loved tough crowd. I used to do that all the time with Colin Quinn. You know, that was also another very intimate. It was intimate, and it was real. And shit would go down. Right. I couldn't believe how many times right. it would get mixed up on the show. And I'm thinking, were they forcing that for interesting no. views? No, I think these guys are really fighting. I know comics. Yeah. This is a real fight. <laughs> oh, we used to, I used to get in fights with Patrice and, yes. uh, you know. <laughs> but then it was like, you're done and you're just fucking <laughs> hugging each other. I mean, it, it really is, you know, yeah. There's something about comics and the way we interact that's, so real and fascinating because we don't have edit buttons. That's the thing. We don't have edit buttons. That's why we're funny. Yeah. And right. yeah. So your new special, it's just great. And it's, you know, people don't realize that I was watching it and I was thinking so many people get on stage and they'll try out new material and be, you know, like, I forgot who I was talking to who said that Ronnie Shakes used to go up on stage 
it was Wayne Fetterman. And he would go on stage with a pad and he'd have a premise and he'd, tr- he'd try out each punchline and he'd cross it out if it didn't work. And then he'd try the next punchline, you know. And here you are. Here, talk about that. Here, talk about that. It, it, it's, and you cannot take a fucking, it's the focus. You, you can't say, oh, that guy has a green shirt on in your head because that'll be the end of it, you know? You can't stop for anything your conscious mind is right. whispering to you at the time. You have to stay in your subconscious because your subconscious is DSL. Right. Your conscious mind is dial up. Right. It will never, ever, ever keep up. It right. wasn't designed to. It's a memory device. It's going back through files to look for every word because one is backwards. So left brain is goes backwards. Right. That's memory. Goes Memory right. goes backwards. Right. But right brain goes forwards to imagination. Left brain doesn't know it's not in charge because it recorded everything. It must be the one that came up with it. It doesn't know its job. It wasn't meant to save you at any moment, except when your unconscious mind reaches at the speed of light to assemble sentences. It's a servant to the other side. You know, it's so funny because when I'm on stage and I'm trying something new or and then it like comes up forward, you know, like and it's like, yeah, I can't if. That for a comic is like, I'm like, yes, you know, it's so if you just let it trust, 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 allow, because it's smarter than you. It's smarter than me. It's teaching us. Right. And our conscious mind reluctantly kicking and screaming and bragging gets to be educated in the process, especially if we start taking command and telling it. Right. No, no, you you stay out of this for an hour now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll have you back as soon as I'm in the car. Hey everyone, you know what I just did? I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed a packet of Liquid IV. Because I love Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer, and I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra, that has a little green tea in it, and so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And you know, it's getting warmer out, and what does that mean? Summer. Oh God, please come, it can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what Liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor, and I love them. And they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, 
can't speak. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. Rick, that commercial with the kid and the- uh, Hammer. The hammer. Yeah, is the the fucking funniest thing ever. (laughs) Like, I was just like, oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. What? And you know, my performance was much bigger when they were, were trying it. Right. Son, pick up the hammer. He won't, he won't pick it up. Why won't you pick up the hammer, son? Uh, come on, man. Pick up the hammer. No, yeah. Down, down, down. Pick up yeah. the hammer. No, down, down, down. Pick up that. No, no. Just look at me. Look at me. Just say it. Pick up the hammer. That's it. That again. <laughs> pick up. It's so good. It's oh, so good. and I was, you know, and, you're, and the comedian's going, is that funny? Is that going to work? Right. Trust. Yeah, I know. When you see it in this setting, you yeah. got to know the setting to right. know where small is giant. Right. What do you still have on the agenda for yourself that you? More setless specials. That was the one thing you can do. I don't, have, right. I don't have to work a year. Right. To build up my next roll of material. Right. Boom, 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 baby. I can just keep going. It's like doing tomorrow night. You got a set list. Oh, and a Saturday you got one too. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Do you take any of that material and use it? You know, if you were going to do, yeah. Right. Sometimes, yes. Yeah. On occasion it's happened yeah. because the, some, some parts of it are just a treat for us. Right. Cause it's the first time we're hearing this too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, I think what you were talking about a moment ago when you yeah. did this thing and you blew your own mind. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's that same place. The best. It's just used in one is used in this game and the other is used on your own set. You made your right. own game out of it. Right. There's ways to do it without that. It's just, that's kind of like you really get an extra something because they're these weird words you have to right. put together and make an explanation. But it's all fun. The more trouble you get yourself into in the beginning, the more fun you have getting out. Yeah. And as a comic watching it, I'm like, oh, I fucking say this or, oh, you know. Oh, like we, all cir- we all do that. Yeah, the <laughs> circumcision <laughs> one. I was like, you know, the Cirque de so- Circumcision. Cirque de Circumcision. Yeah, 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 I love that. What, what, was, what did you have? What do you have? Give I was it. just yeah. thinking, you know, I, what juggle, would you have gone? I juggle foreskin in the air, you know. <laughs> I was just like, yep. Uh, so oh, you'd be great at this game. Oh, you would, it. you know, I know it. it and uh, it's going to start up. I, I, right, it's, it, it, it can't go away forever. I just got the we have to wrap up thing, even though I could. Oh, talk no. to you. I know Ooh. I could talk to you for fucking. We could do a cross country drive. Me and That's you. That's right, would be, baby. That would be a TV special. But we need a big fucking car because I have long legs, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, my son who just came in, he's six, eight. So get um, on out of here. Well, that's fun. I thought I had fun buying jeans. Yeah, no, it's the and he's a sixteen shoe, which is the fucking. I trip over his fucking shoes all the time. It's so annoying. Anyway, before I wrap it up, because she's sending me wrap wrap it up. Oh, what the fuck? It. What happened to your lip? A dog bit your lip off? Yeah, yeah. I was at a friend's house. They'd rescued a Dalmatian, and uh, I didn't realize this indented part on the sofa that I was sitting on. That's the sleeping spot. That's why it's a uh, dent. I didn't, I didn't understand that. And uh, it kept going. 
pushing my pushing no me with his said, nose. No one said they were out of the room. They were out of the oh. room. I was alone. And I went, hey, buddy. Hey, do, 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 do. And I pushed him on top of his head, but evidently he was abused. Oh. And uh, so he went and just bit me in the face. And uh, so I lost an inch of my mouth. Everything's pulled off to the right. So I keep the facial fuzz. You can't really tell if you look at it, right? No, you but can't tell now with the mustache. Like, I got the Stacy Keach now. It's off to one side. Wow. And, uh, hey, look, everybody. What if your friends, your friends must have fucking been freaking out. They felt pretty bad, you know. And what happened with the dog? I hope nothing. They, uh, they, it wasn't the first time. Oh. All right. It was a city decision after that. Yeah. Ugh, terrible. Um, I didn't want any of it. I didn't didn't yeah. want this, didn't want that. But, yeah. you know, it makes you find out what else you can still do. Right. Who else it, still needs me? Well, I could still I could still act uh, the right afterwards. I got, right. you know, the, the informant and uh, I got uh, some more shows. I got chaos yeah. and things like that. So, it, 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 I yeah, was working, I'm ca- you know, leverage. Yeah, but I can't grow a fucking mustache, Rick. OK, I can't. I mean, I probably could actually at this point. Right, but you didn't lose any part of that. Lip. I know. I'm saying if it happened to me. God oh forbid. well, then poo, I poo, say poo, go poo, with poo, the mustache. Poo. Okay. Paste the mustache, big curly thing like that. Um, do you still audition? Like, do you have to go on tape, or do you have to, or are they like Rick? Do you want to oh, do yeah. this? Yeah, I was just auditioning I for. I was just auditioning for Hunters. Really? You know, the show on Amazon Hunters. Yeah. And the right age, I could be the person. Why? Oh, just the. I'm just a local shoemaker. I I don't remember anything about the war. <laughs> Last season, it would have been Pacino or right, something right. like that. You know, I don't know. It's a, so I tried out a couple of times. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, we're saying, but I'm still going up for stuff. I go over to my manager, Bruce's uh, I office. love Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith. And I love him. Tell him I yes, said hi. I love him. I will absolutely tell him. And so uh, and he puts you on there. tape. Yeah, he reads with me and then we send it on in, you know? He's a real manager. So, He's one of the old-time oh, real managers that uh yeah, yeah, yeah manages. He manages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Keeps that. An eye on. Yeah, yeah, guides. So, so, okay, here's the two questions I always ask my guests. Number one, we're very pro mental health. You know, I you know, I suffer from, you know, depression, anxiety, I'm on meds, I, you know, whatever. So, what do you do for your mental health? I do well, I used to do Krav Maga and uh through uh master michael burton right oh yeah i love him and then they closed and mm-hmm. so i practice on my own and i do some wing chun kung fu right invented by a, invented by a woman 400 right. years ago and uh i meditate yeah me too and i hike yeah and something about putting one foot in front of the other gets your thoughts in a line Yes. It makes you see what's going on around you right. and your senses wake up and they remind your brain not to go down that rabbit hole too far. Yeah, that's right. You got to force. So yourself physical too. activity. Yes, you know? I mean, same. I'm, I'm keeping my weight down. I'm not going to be, I don't want to have pandemic weight. So I realized right. I got to, and I'm cooking for myself. I'm not eating giant guilty portions that I think my depression parents would want right. to see me finish. Uh, I'm making the size I would eat. If it was just me. And it, I, I love I'm cooking. Feeling better. That I pandemic, love I know. And I You're, love planning it out. Okay, I'm gonna do yeah, this first, and it's yeah, like yeah, such yeah. Yeah, yeah that's to me. 
That's like Zen. Yeah, exactly. Fixing so, a meal is Zen for me. I'm very happy. I'm a, I don't, I don't know if the word is foodie. I don't know what it is. Right. But, I'm the uh, same way now. I used to be like, oh fuck. I, Cause I was on the road all the time. It was like, hi, can I get a turkey club? And, a, you know. <laughs> yeah. and now I'm like, okay, what am I going to make? And I set a certain amount of hour and I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to marinate that. And then I'm gonna, and it's like so fun. And I have a thing, a goal. Don't you love how much better your version is? Yes. Yes. And you know what's in it. It's so great. I know everything. I got all the ingredients and I feel like I'm kind of the master chef. Right. Okay. Second question. You know, I call the podcast Kill Me Now, which I'm going to have to fucking change because now Brandeis came out with a list of phrases and one of them that you can't say. One of them is I'm going to kill myself and kill me now. So fuck them. Anyway. Oh, what's the new title going to be? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It's Judy's show. show. It's Judy's show. Yeah, we should. Um, um, so the reason I call Kill Me Now is because I get aggravated every, every five minutes. I'm like, oh, my God, Kill Me Now. I can't take anymore. What pisses you off more than anything in the entire world? Like, Oh, I don't so know. When, mad. when I'm driving under underpasses and these are people that could absolutely have been not only family, neighbors, uh, friends that uh, the billionaire club goes, Hey, everybody, operation. So long suckers is go. We're going to go into outer space with billions of dollars while we go. (laughs) 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 Champagne, mylar, squish. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. People like laying in the middle of the street and I'm going to go to space for three minutes. Yeah. Look, they all look like ants from down there. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, right? That yeah. money. How they could have been lauded as heroes. Right. Into perpetuity. Right. Had they taken that launch, which was inevitable in the future anyway. Right. And this money instead went to solve this problem. Right. They would be statues. Right. And all the mean jokes about them would go away. Right. But they they are treating this like they know they are fucked because this place is. And they are starting to yeah, make plans exactly. to be That's in orbit right. by the time it goes bad. Right. I totally agree. It's so fucking infuriating. You know, you see these people. I know. I can't. So we agree on that one. That is. Oh, please. I'm just. High tech. Schools. Bullshit. Schools. Food. Water. Yeah, water system in, in, yeah. in Michigan, uh, that would be nice. Uh, you yeah. could fix it in a moment. You could take away student debt. You could take away servitude on that level. Uh, this gig economy just, is yeah. a thing of necessity. It wasn't a first choice. Right. Fuck! It makes me fucking mad. It makes me It mad raises too. my Scottish anger. Oh, the Highlander comes out of me when times like this present <laughs> themselves. Fucking assholes. Fucking arseholes. Uh, Rick. I can't thank you enough. I Oh, this is so much fun. I love you. Oh, I adore you. I love, love you your life. I love your whole history. You're just a fucking gem. You are too, my darling. We've love. been best of friends. We've been family mm-hmm. since the moment we met. Yes. And I'm very honored to be in yours. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And thanks for sharing the word about my special. Oh, I can't uh, watch it, bit motherfuckers. And listen <laughs> to Jonathan Winters on Overview. Yes. Where can everyone where- find you? Are you on the Twitter and the Instagram? Yes, uh, uh, either Amerilad or at uh, Rick Overton on Twitter. Okay, all right. You're the best. Thank you, Rick. You're the best. Love you. Thank Love you, you, Judy, so much. Mwah. Thank you. 
thank you so much for listening to part two of Kill Me Now with Rick Overton, one of the greatest actors, performers, I I mean, I've ever encountered. I I just love this guy and his whole life. I mean, isn't he fascinating? He's just fascinating. I hope you enjoyed my uh, interview with Rick. Oh, I want to thank the, you know, the people who work on the podcast. Kill Me Now is produced by Laura Vogel, edited by Colin Schmeling. This podcast and my life would not be possible without the one and only Brittany Joe Sowards. If you are listening and you're not a subscriber, <laughs> I want to kill you. So please subscribe. Please give me five stars only. Five stars and then tell everyone about it because, you know, it helps other people find the podcast and then I can keep doing it because God only knows I make no money from this. Also, if you haven't purchased my book, yes, I can say that when they come for the comedians, we're all in trouble. Or if you're going on a trip, you know, because it is August, you might want to get the audiobook, which was featured in the New York Times book review, but it doesn't matter because my parents are dead. So you can find all of the stuff at my website, judygold.com. You can find out where I'm performing, which I, I'm in Provincetown. I am going to, in September, I'll be in Minneapolis. I have other gigs coming up, but I can't remember them because I'm menopausal. Also, you need to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D because I'm Jewish. I don't know if you knew that because I try to hide it. And um, that's it. I will do my vaccination speech right now. If you're not vaccinated, go fuck yourself. That That's my vaccination speech. Unless you have an autoimmune problem and you're not allowed to get vaccinated. Otherwise, please go fuck yourself. Go Actually, go fuck yourself with the COVID virus. How's that? And uh, everyone else, please stay safe. Please enjoy, you know, your families and the whatever we have left of this summer okay because god knows what's ahead yeah no one knows and if you're still listening to me talking i can't tell you how much i love you for listening to the very end because we have a little special time together here at the end the people who stay on you know what i'm saying and i i appreciate it and as we always say so long uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Uh...